Today on Locked on SoCal Hockey, we got some bold predictions to make, and we'll talk a little bit about Jack Eichel, right? I guess. Yeah, all of this on today's Locked on SoCal Hockey, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your teams every day. How's it going, everyone? Thank God it's Friday. Isn't it great? Yeah. I love Fridays. You love? Why do you love Fridays so much? Because I don't have to wake up early. Well, I do, but generally I don't have to wake up early the next day. Ah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You could stay out late and do whatever you want, right? No, no, I stay home and do nothing, but I just don't have sleep. to wake up. Yeah. That is true. So first, we want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And be sure to check out Locked on NHL as well. I think you host Wednesdays, correct? I do. Yeah. Western Conference Wednesdays or yep. West Coast Wednesdays? What mm-hmm. do you call it? Whatever, whatever. Whatever Wednesdays. Yeah. All whatever Wednesdays. Western whatever Wednesdays. So be sure to check that out. That's Sarah Avampado. Hey. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. Hey. And <laughs> that was silly. We're going to talk about some bold predictions for our teams, for the division, maybe throw in a bold prediction for the season at large. Who knows, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go ladies first on this oh, one. No. Oh, yes. I hate predictions. <laughs> you hate predictions. I do. Well, I'm sure you made a couple of bold predictions for your team, the LA Kings. I was forced to, yes. Yeah, our neighbors to the north. What are some of, or I guess one of your bold predictions for the LA Kings? I mean, my boldest, hot takeiest prediction is that they make the playoffs. Ooh, okay. Um, so... Are you convinced that they have a shot at the playoffs? Oh, hell no. But I had to make a bold prediction. (laughs) So that was it. To appease the Kings fans, what is the path in order for them to make the postseason? Well, they got to, like, not stink. Um, Some of this, I think, will be helped by the fact that the Sharks don't have Martin Jones anymore. And Martin Jones was only good against the Kings. So that's like a couple wins that the Kings will pick up. I, I think that... And what we're hearing out of training camp is I I hate how much it relies on people coming in with the right mindset, but we are hearing the guys on the team say, like, this is the year. Like, we have core pieces. Rob Blake has trusted us enough to actually go out and spend and give a big contract to Phil Deneau, give up asset, well, a pick to get Victor Arvidsson. Uh, The team has actually, like, made improvements in free agency in the offseason, which they don't usually do. Uh, And so I think it's a sign of faith from leadership that the team might be ready to take that next step. Yeah, I love the Deneau signing. That's probably one of the best free agent signings of this entire offseason. And I look at the Kings roster in general, and I say, you know what? Given how, I don't want to say poor, but how not so compelling the rest of the division is, the Kings have a legitimate shot outside of Vegas Mm -hmm. and who else? Seattle in some circles. Yeah, it some... depends who you ask on Seattle. I mean, I think that like as long as Edmonton has Connor McDavid, there's always Edmonton is always going to be a threat of some sort. Oh, they're making the cup final. Oh, okay. Well, yes. <laughs> but, you know, so I, I think that even though Edmonton's goaltending is a big giant question mark, like McDavid and Drysidle can and have wielded that team to success in the past. And so I, I see no reason why the same won't be true here. Um, there was the one model prediction that had like San Jose, what, like second or third in the division third, or something. Third. And like, I'm going to be honest, if that happens, like I I'm, I give up hockey or something. I don't no, know. Like, no, there's, you can't say that. There's no way that that's going to happen. I feel like there should be like a wacky bet here at some point. Like if A happens, then B is going to happen. 
We're not going to make that bet. Nope. But also, San Jose doesn't have a snowball's chance in HE double hockey sticks no. to make the postseason. No. It's going to be Vegas, Edmonton, maybe Seattle, and then random other team here. Why not the Kings? Why can't they be that random team? Exactly. They still have a great core piece in Andre, Andre Kopitar. Yeah, he's amazing. A, he could have a breakout season and score 100 points. He could. This year. He could. I, f- I mean, I feel like the, the biggest issue uphill battle the Kings will face is, okay, say those top three spots go to Vegas, Seattle, and Edmonton. Then they have to trust, or any team has to trust that the Central isn't going to send two wild cards. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's the biggest hurdle because we know the Pacific isn't as good as the other divisions. It's fine, yeah. we can admit it. But that puts us in the position of the Pacific might only send three teams if the rest of them can't beat out the topper te- the topper, the top teams in the, the, the central. You know, I mean I talk so so much praise about the Kings. You don't have to talk any praise about the Ducks. No, whatsoever. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I will because... praise them on one thing. What's that? They actually finally used the rebuild word. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Bob Murray finally didn't use the word retool the other day, or yesterday. He finally said rebuild, which is great for some Ducks fans because they said, finally, you admit it. And some other Ducks fans saying, why didn't he say this two years ago? Why couldn't he say this when I started hosting this podcast? I don't know. You should ask him next time you see him. You know what? You know what? I mean, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I should. Mm. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. This puts me in an awkward position. I... I won't say that to his face. Maybe I will. I wish he would have admitted it last year, especially. When the Ducks knew they were going to be terrible. When they knew they were going to play Vegas eight times and Minnesota eight Mm -hmm. times. Insert Colorado here eight Mm -hmm. times. Just admit it. Last season, it was a rebuilding year. I did have a bold take. Yes. This is a spicy take. Yes. That Trevor Zegras would not play more than half the games. He will not play more than 41 games this season. Which is going to anger a lot of Ducks fans if that happens. I think it might. I It's possible. See, you're saying like the Kings make the most. You don't completely believe it. I kind of believe that the coaching staff might put Zegris in a position where he can't win. Mm-hmm. Where he's not going to be able to succeed at center. Zegris is an okay center. He's fine there. But now there's this rumor that Adam Henrique might be pulled off center to a wing. You're laughing about this. <laughs> Why are you laughing about this? Henrique going to wing now? Henrique had been their one of their top centers for a number of seasons. Why the change? I that one confounds me a little bit. Why? Yeah, it it feels very square peg round hole kind of thing. Doesn't it? Uh, like Trevor Zegers is a fantastic hockey player. Like there's no lie about that. He's so good. I don't see any reason to, we've talked before on our shows about how the ducks have too many centers. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to make a guy be a center who isn't a center. Like he's just, just let him play his game and his game is best suited on the wing. Thank you. Like <laughs> the Kings did this experiment, you know, with Adrian. Kempe. Kempe. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Tra- like, I'm not saying I'm not saying at all that Adrian Kempe and Trevor Zegers are equivalent players. I think that Zegers is better and has more potential. Yeah, on, like, a, on another podcast, another blog, a long time ago, before Locked On, <laughs> I said that very thing about Adrian Kempe about four years ago. Yeah, and and the Kings tried the same thing of we're taking this player who has never really 
consistently played center throughout his career, and we're going to put him in the middle. Why? Oh, the answer was because they didn't have any other centers, uh, but they did it anyway, and he was terrible. He, he's bad at it. Um, not good at face-offs. He's just not, it, that's not his skill set. This past season, I think the Kings finally admitted defeat, <laughs> and they have been shifting him over to wing, and suddenly, surprise, like, he's scoring more goals, he's a more consistent threat, he's more involved in plays. Because he's yeah. not a center. Yeah. And I, I mean, feel like you guys are doing the same mistake, only with a much better hockey player to ruin. Oh, I agree completely. Yeah. I mean, I do not want the Ducks to ruin Trevor Zegers. I feel like they probably will. Uh, we're up against the ad break. So we're going to talk about our favorite online sportsbook, betonline.ag. We're going to do another podcast next week about betonline.ag and talk about some of the odds for the cup final. There's odds on points. There's odds on who will win each division. All that stuff is already on betonline.ag for the NHL and all the awards. I mean, who do you have winning the Hart Trophy? Gee, I wonder. Me. You? You're going to win the Hart? I win it, yes. Over Conor McDavid, huh? Yes. All right. So there you go, Sarah. Avampato is going to win the Hart Trophy. But in case you want to place a bet on Sarah Avampato or any of the other (laughs) choices there, head over to betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. So, for example, if you... Deposit $100, you'll get a $50 bonus. Isn't that great? Cool. Yeah. That's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And what should they do? Eat responsibly. (laughs) You're going to throw me off. Yes, eat and gamble responsibly. And we're also brought to you by Direct TV Stream, or Direct TV Stream, because it's spelled D-I-R-E-C-T-V. And they have Direct TV Stream. That sounds really cool. It's a simple way to get all the stuff you love, all the entertainment, all the sports, without the hassle, without the remote control in your way, right? Yeah. Sounds cool. DirecTV Stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. Hmm. Which means you can watch your favorite sports, like Kings vs. Ducks, your favorite movies, like D2 of the Mighty Ducks, or your favorite shows all in one place, like... Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, yeah. All in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so no 5 by 5 deal here. So stop worry. So, so stop worrying, stop waiting, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Watch responsibly. <sighs> we're good. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. I've been fine. I don't know what's going on. Oh, we're, we're, everything's normal. Everything's fine. Cool. Yeah. You're still the host of a show, and I'm still the host of a show. And we're going to talk a little bit more about a player that's going to be ruined, as you mentioned. <laughs> Wouldn't that be sad if the Ducks ruined Trevor Zegers? It'd be really sad. Although, he, he, some other team would benefit very mightily whenever the Ducks give up on him and trade him for, like, pennies. I see what you did there, and I love it. I don't And know hate it at the same time. Really? Mightily? Oh, no. That was definitely not intentional. That was smart. No, I'm 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 really not good at puns, guys. Don't believe her, folks. She's, no, she's better at puns than she leads that on. Super was not she's intentional. Put, she's putting on her front, folks. Nope. She's very punny. Nope. So, Zegras being on center, he's at least fair at faceoffs. He's not terrible like Kempe was, but he's at least fair at faceoffs. He at least positions okay at center. He proved that with Boston, where he he did adequately. Mm-hmm. But that is college-level competition. Mm. In the NHL, that's a completely different story. And seeing how he just obliterated opponents 
as a winger in the AHL. It's kind of obvious to me that that's the position that the Ducks should put him in and where he will thrive the most at and leave Henrique at center. Again, square hole, round peg. Henrique is not a winger. But maybe this is part of the whole, oh, we're going to do this Adam Henrique. Maybe this will happen. Maybe that will happen. Maybe this will change him. Maybe we don't have to wave him this time. Maybe we don't have to go through all this drama. You remember the drama last year? It was bad. Mm -hmm. And then what does he do? He leads Team USA. I mean, what do you think is going to happen with Adam Henrique? You think he gets traded midseason maybe? No. What what are they doing? They don't know what they're doing, and that's the problem. How many years does he have left? I think two or three. I'm going to I'm gonna do live research while you talk about the stupidness that is the situation like, for hot I, I, minutes. I mean, so many teams are in this position of, you know, overpaying a guy who isn't as good as he was anymore. You feel weird about putting a guy on the fourth line who's making however many millions of dollars. But, you know, like, I mean, Vancouver just solved this problem this year. They did. By jettisoning, like, Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle... Um, oh, who else did they? I don't remember who the third of, yeah. one was, but you know, in exchange, they took on an, an equally bad contract. But OEL, yeah, and, and so I, I just I don't know, especially with the Ducks now openly admitting they're going into a rebuild. I wonder if that changes the situation for Henrik because last year they were still trying to like lie to themselves <laughs> and say that like. They had potential. I shouldn't be laughing, but they completely were they lying to themselves. Like the, the, the front office never once gave a message of, listen, we know times are tough and we're you know looking at the future. The, front, the message from the front office, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. was like basically throwing players under the bus for not being good enough. Well, of course they're not. You've been a guest on my podcast too many times to know that's exactly what I said. Right. And so I wonder if, you know, admitting openly, we're in a rebuild, we're tearing things down, we have to, you know, encourage young talent, whatever the message was about the rebuild, that that might give Henrik actually a more secure role. Because what the heck do the Ducks care if they're overpaying some guy, if they're not going to be competitive for the next couple years? Yeah. And by the way, our live research... Three years left at $5.825 million. He is their highest paid forward as of right now. You're you're laughing. Amazing. I'm not laughing about this because that is too much money for a player who knows what could happen. No one's going to take on that contract. Are no. you kidding me? Did no. the Ducks give him that contract or was it with him when he came back to the Ducks? The Ducks gave him that contract. Oh, well. Yeah. 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 His deal ended with the Devils. And he came on as a free agent, and the Ducks decided, you know, we're going to reward him because Henrique had. Oh no, I take it back. So this is an extension. So he was in a midseason trade. The Ducks extended him for that much. So this is still a Ducks contract. This is their fault. They gave him this much money. Yeah, he got traded the middle of 2017, 2018, and then that's when he got the contract. And then his numbers fell from there yeah mm-hmm. it's it's not good no it's, it's not Mm-mm. especially last season yeah Ick. yeah you, you're seeing that now it it's as bad as it looks huh gone are the days of adam henrique as a new jersey devil losing to the kings but mm-hmm. well, <laughs> you know i mean he's still handsome so he's got that going for him oh my god <laughs> you're not wrong no i'm not no i'm i mean he yeah Ducks fans will not disagree with you on that. 
Mm-hmm. We we saw the we saw the photo shoots from this week, and some of some of the ladies on Duck's Twitter they were kind of fawning over some of the guys. John Gibson being one of them, Henry being another one. You know, they're they're handsome boys. John Gibson is an infant, but wow. You know. <laughs> He's not an infant. He's like twenty something. John Gibson. Yeah, isn't he? I think you're right. I mean, okay, fine. He's twenty eight. Yeah, all right. That's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Anyway, that's irrelevant. (laughs) So I I do still believe that Zegris will get mistreated this year. He's probably going to play a crap ton of games in San Diego this season. Probably play it safe. As we saw on the rookie face-off, they played it safe when he had a little minor injury. If he gets minorly injured, he'll be out for 20 games. So I'm going to stick with my bold statement, and it's going to piss off Ducks fans, but I'm sticking with it. All right. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Let, let's see if that if that happens. Oh, and also my other prediction was that the Ducks would finish dead last, but we won't talk about that because that'll really piss off everyone. <laughs> it's your show, not mine. Well, <laughs> you not know. right now. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit, another odd and end. Speaking of centers and non-centers, we're going to talk about Jack Eichel for a hot five minutes. Yay. But first, let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Um, mm. hmm. I think it's the Built Bar. I think you're right. I think it is the Built Bar. Correct for 10 points. So Built Bar comes in several fantastic flavors. I'm going to do this game show style. Uh-oh. So the Built Bar comes in several fantastic flavors, including Cookie Dough Chunk, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, among others. And get this, they have only 130 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and packed with 17 grams of protein. That's right. So try out every Built Bar flavor for yourself. Also check out Built Go, Built Boost, and of course, the ever-popular Built Balls. You heard that right. So head over to Built.com right now and enter promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in the land and eat responsibly. I have nothing to contribute to that. Yeah, I tried something different. All right, so we're going to take a brief intermission, and we'll come back and we'll talk about Jack Eichel on the other side. Welcome back to the best podcast your car will ever need, Locked on SoCal Hockey. And thanks for making us your first listen of the day. We very much appreciate it. We appreciate it, right, Sarah? Yeah. 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 Thank you, guys. We, we, we appreciate you all. So speaking of centers, as we just talked about, we're going to talk about Jack Eichel and that saga that's going on. I know you briefly mentioned it on Locked on NHL. And the reason I bring it up is because Ducks fans, there are still some Ducks fans, believe it or not, that still want Jack Eichel, even if it means it's a rebuild. Hey, maybe the Ducks will do something and just trade for him and go full-blown rebuild. He'll be fine next year, the following year. But what's going on with Jack Eichel? What is this? It just sucks. It really sucks for him. Um, I think anyone who's listened to Locked on Kings knows that I'm not and probably locked on NHL too, knows that I'm not like the world's biggest Jack Eichel fan. Like not as a hockey player. I think he's a great hockey player. Yes. As a leader and as a person, I have my reservations about Jack Eichel. Mm -hmm. But that still doesn't mean that like it's okay that his team did him totally dirty. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think that he's in an impossible situation. 
he is at an impasse with the Sabres in regards to this medical procedure that he wants done, that his own team of experts that he has consulted have advised him to do one way. The team doctors have advised him to do another way. Um, there has been no resolution on it. Like, and you can't come to a compromise about someone's physical health. Like there's right. no way to meet in the middle about this. And like, this is very, very much the same. It, not the same, but like, there's kind of like the the wisdom of you know if if you're in a relationship or something and one of the, like if it's for like real serious life things and one person says no then the answer is no um and like there's not a discussion there's not a compromise like the answer is no like that's just how it is and it sort of feels like that's the situation Jack Eichel is in only this is about his own bodily autonomy and yeah this is his own this is his well being like, in general right and yes you know, due to your contract with a team, you are in, like, you do have to adhere to what they want to do, whatever. But it's his health. It's his life. It's his livelihood. And he is being told, we don't care about your opinion on your own body, which is bad. So the whole surgery is supposed to be a disc replacement instead of a disc fusion. And the problem with the disc fusion is it limits his neck mobility and the disc replacements, at least in that regard, he's able to, you know, have his movement. The one concern is that the disc has to be replaced or has a life of about 10 years, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the problem with that is he's going to have to have this done again in 10 seasons when he is on the latter stages right. of his career. And how will this affect his long-term health outside of hockey? How right. is that going to affect not just his playing, but the rest of his life? You know, is he going to be able to, you know, have time with his family without losing mobility? Is this going to hinder his spinal cord? That's going to be the other issue because this kind of surgery has been done on athletes with success, but none in a major high contact sport like ice hockey. So there is that concern. What if something happens to the artificial disc itself and he gets like a severe head hit that ruptures that? Then that's going to completely ruin his career. But again, the light apparently, apparently, the likelihood of that isn't too big, according to one sect of doctors. And having done my own little reading on this, um, the life of that could be up to 15 years. Mm -hmm. So maybe this could be okay for the rest of his hockey career, unless he's like Ovechkin and plays till he's 45, or Yammer Yagu plays till he's 50. <laughs> well, you don't know. So. My my take on the whole thing, I kind of side a little bit on Jack Eichel yeah. personally, yeah. because it is his health and his body, and it should be ultimately right. his decision. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. And and Buffalo has just never put him in. Aside from the fact that Buffalo is just a hot mess in general, mm -hmm. um, they have never put him in a position to succeed. Not just from like the players around him, but. I, you know, I think they elevated him to the captaincy too early. Should oh, way he, too early. Should he even be a captain of a team? I don't really think so. Like, I think he, he can be a leader. But in in that pressure cooker situation of Buffalo, like, there's a reason that John Tavares was named the captain of the Leafs instead of Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner or whatever kid you wanted it to be. And it's because sometimes a team has to recognize that they need the boring, like, guy they need the guy who's just chill and calm and, like, isn't going to crack under the face of, like, Steve Simmons yelling about you hot dogs or something. Like, you, you, you don't need 
like I, I love how personally every like Jack Jack Eichel takes everything. Like he very clearly is deeply offended at how bad his team is, and that is where like his management has failed him in just doing nothing. Oh, he's been pretty vocal to, about that, right? And, and you know, at, at the same time, he was never even given the chance to succeed because the team has never really successfully built around him. And it's just, it just, it just sucks for him. And this, this also is going to impact him uh, participating in the Olympics because the longer the surgery gets put off, the longer the recovery time is. And now he's up against a timetable and isn't going to be able to compete for his country. Oh, it's, al- it's already been rumored that he's not going to be able to play for Team USA, which has got to crush yeah. him. I mean, there is no greater honor than getting to play for your country. Ask Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of all the achievements, out mm-hmm. of all the awards, the Stanley Cups, one thing that he always mentions mm-hmm. as top in his career is winning the gold medal in Vancouver yeah, in well. 2010 with that shot. Uh, the anyway. gold medal shot. Oh, by the way, that was against Ryan Miller, former Duck. Yeah. But, well. you, you know, good, good, for, good for him, I guess. And to conclude on your thought, that's why guys like Anders Lee mm-hmm. would be captain of the Islanders. That's why you have some of these quote-unquote boring captains, but you make a very valid point there. that That's why you have to have these glue guys yeah. as your captain. Yeah. So I love your point tremendously. So we're going to wrap up. I just kind of want to get on a little personal note here. Um, so this is our two-year anniversary on uh, Locked On. It is. Yeah. Approximately. I joined in like October-ish. This is my second year. There you go. Yeah. So That I, is a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Almost. A lot yeah, of 390 as of today. It is so much talking. So I sincerely want to thank, well, thank you next to me, but I want to thank you for coming on so many times. Yeah. You know, it's the best. And I want to thank all the fans for sticking around the past couple seasons. I know as Ducks fans, it's been a rough couple seasons. But thank you all for sticking around and embracing the rebuild. And we get to see these young ducklings growing up right before our eyes. So there's that. We get to see the San Diego Goals. They're succeeding. Yeah. They're at least making the playoffs. I can't wait for Trevor Zegers to win the Calder Cup or whatever. (laughs) Is that a prediction? No. It should be a prediction. I don't want it to be. But it would be fun, wouldn't it? I guess. Goals versus Rain. Western Conference semifinal. How fun would that? No, I'm going to leave. From a hockey perspective, that would be a blast. I mean, yeah, those series in general were all, you know, when the rain were still good, when <laughs> the rain and Gauls met up every year in the playoffs for, you know, what, two, three years yeah, in a three row. Years, yeah. Was always a fun time. Oh, it was. Just, all, I was usually on the losing end of it. Well, no, there was that one year in 2016. Yeah, one. Yeah. Anyway. But I, I do want to thank all the fans. You know, it's been a great couple of seasons, and I can't wait to make it to three years next year. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe can't. the Ducks will not be dead last by then. Ow. You predicted <laughs> it. I, I did. Don't remind them. Anyway, um, so thanks to you all for making this your first lesson, and thanks to you all for listening every day. It is very much appreciated. So thank you all. That's a good way to close it off for today. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I will... You know what? Go ahead. I'll let you do the the ending stuff oh no okay well cool you can find me on twitter at right said sarah w-r-i-t-e said sarah with an h locked on kings is available wherever your podcasts same as locked on nhl 
uh, on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings, Locked on NHL Pods. Go check them out. Say hello, follow, subscribe, etc. Um, you can also find me if for some reason you care about the AHL in the Central and care about the Chicago Wolves. Uh, I write about the Wolves over at Kane's Country uh, for SB Nation and uh, am slowly easing my way back into writing about the Kings over with the guys at Hockey Royalty. So you might see some stuff from me there. Um, and that's all there is to say about me. Part of me kind of misses writing. Well, a little bit. Well, maybe I'll do something about it. Who knows? Maybe if those of you will co hold me to. Anyway, so you can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Find the show at LO underscore Ducks. You can find this podcast wherever podcasts can be heard, like Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts can be heard. And make sure to make this your daily listen for the Anaheim Ducks. Next week, we're going to talk some odds, Sarah and I. Gross. Yeah. Watch out for that. All right. Good show. Cool. Cool. See you later. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody, for Locked on SoCal Hockey. That was Sarah Avampato. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Please be kind to one another and ducks fly together. Yeah. That's communication.